Excuse me, but are you loving this podcast? If you are, you can support the show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. All you have to do is hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Excuse me, I have something to say. Hello and welcome to Excuse Me, the podcast where we have real and open conversations about life and everything it throws at us. I'm your host, Sean Philip Naylor, and if you're tuning in for the first time, don't forget to click on that subscribe button so you never have to miss out on an episode. You can also join in on the conversation by surfing your way over to the show's official website, excuse me, I have something to say.com, or you can follow along through with the show's official Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter account, where you can slide right on into my DMs, let me know your thoughts and feelings of the show, or if there's any future topics that you wish for me to tackle. And as always, you can find those social links embedded into the show notes for you. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Excuse Me. A big thanks to you returning listeners and a huge, huge welcome to all of you who are just finding the podcast for the first time this week. Please don't forget that you can click on that subscribe button so you never have to miss an episode And if you are listening through iTunes, Apple Podcasts, remember that you can rate and review the podcast over there, and that's actually going to help us be able to bring these conversations to a much wider audience. This week on the show, we're keeping it light and fun. We'll be delving into the Hollywood vault and talking about the movies. Movies that have inspired us, impacted us, and shaped us. Movies that we've all grown up with over the years. We'll be talking about how the art of filmmaking has the ability to comfort us when we need it to, and how just sitting down to watch a movie can provide us with the hour or so of escapism that we might need to reset our minds for that day, and how it leaves each individual feeling a vast array of different emotions. I will say this though, these days after the credits roll on a movie, I often find myself contemplating one question, and that question is... I wonder what Jules would think of this one. Jules is my friend and she's quite the movie aficionado. She lives in the UK in England and she and I go back 17 years and more hangovers than I care to remember, to be honest. A movie buff from way back when we first met, Jules was in uni and we both worked on the gay club scene together. And the first time I went to her place, she and her roommate, Michelle, had movie posters all over their flat like the coolest movies like Shaun of the Dead which uh throwback to last week's Halloween episode great movie that was on their wall along with a whole bunch of others and I just found myself thinking that uh you know I might have just met two of the coolest chicks in the world so needless to say there was only one person to have this conversation with and it is with the greatest of pleasure that I now get to introduce you all to one of the greatest humans on the entire planet. I might be biased, but it's also a bit true. Please welcome Julia Moody to the show, also known to a select few as Hulilu. How are you, my darling? (laughs) I'm good! Thank you. I'm still laughing at my intro because... Would we say aficionado now? Because no. Okay, right. Set and scene. <laughs> okay, okay. Because 
five years ago and longer. And I used to read Empire Magazine, Total Film Magazine, I knew everything. And I used to pride myself on knowing like the references of films and the inner jokes and the directors and the style and everything. And now I'm just happy if I can make it through a whole film and just still be awake. Like I, I genuinely, I'm like, <laughs> it's so different. I have a toddler. I just don't have time. And when he goes to bed, I think, right, I've got, I can watch a whole film and then just go straight to sleep or risk falling asleep on the sofa or can I watch two episodes of something or shall I actually do something useful, you know, like housework or picking up all his toys and stuff. So it's really. Wow. I feel like you're, you're losing the listeners here. I know. <laughs> so, so essentially, you're, you're not a movie aficionado anymore. You no, are a so, movie. No, what I need you to do is not talk about any recent films. <laughs> like 2000, 2015, 2014 tops. Don't go beyond. Don't ask me anything beyond that. Cause I'm just... <laughs> so you have like, I mean, you've been in the pandemic and in lockdown and stuff for, for a few months. So you must have watched a couple of movies other than to- like Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> It's got to a point where I've really wanted to introduce grown-up films to him that basically things that aren't cartoons, <laughs> just so I can really enjoy watching them as well. So You'd the furthest like, we've really got... Here, here, Alfred, here's Schindler's List. <laughs> don't worry about it if you don't get it, honey. I know it's in black and white. Please, bear with, bear with. He'd be like, no thanks, I'm out, and I'd be grateful. I would just cry, I'd just be sitting there crying from the beginning. <laughs> He, so the furthest we've got is watching the first Superman film with Christopher Reeve. And right. that is a still a really good film. Watch it, watch it. It's still really, really good. Gosh, I've watched that since I was a baby. See, this is the thing. Still really good. Like, Christopher Reeve, though, he's not... He doesn't have much on Henry Cavill. No. Get... Dude. Come on. This is the thing. You know how people get real possessive over which James Bond is the best? Yeah. It's the same freaking argument for which Superman is the best. How many Supermans have we had? We've had Christopher Reeves, obviously. And of course we've had Henry Cavill because damn. And then there was that tall that skinny man, Brandon someone. Brandon. He did one and that was it. See ya. No one liked him. Or Kate Bosworth. No one liked her as Lois Lane. She's not Lois Lane. You have to be bonkers to be Lois Lane. To fully accept Superman and Clark Kent not being in the same room at the same time. <laughs> You have to be really bonkers. And the original <laughs> Lois Lane pulled that off. I think she did go a bit balmy in her life I think as well. she did. Uh, yeah. She was, I mean, so, it must have been past trauma from, from Superman. Speaking yeah. of superheroes, have you watched, it's not a movie, so you probably shouldn't talk about it, but we will anyway. Have you watched The Boys? Right. Here's the thing. Other update about Hulu is that I essentially start everything <laughs> and, and then I just drift off into the sleepy ether and <laughs> don't finish the series or like so my friends have just said um Shit's Creek oh my so god amazing good. right so you, now look Catherine O'Hara I would die for her <gasps> yes why don't I know her in real life she's amazing and no one pulls off drunk like her no one you show me someone who can be drunk no it's Catherine O'Hara it's but probably because she, she is drunk. How's that rum, by the way? I mean, I was gone because I'm just drinking <laughs> coke now because I drank, <laughs> drank the rum through a straw. So, but because it's just based in the in the hotel, it doesn't. It's doing my head in a bit. I find it slow. If things are slow, I just drift off. However, what, what are you up to? I've been told season two get on. Like I'm maybe episode seven or eight on the first season. Yeah, power through that. Uh, it gets much, not that season one, I don't think season one's bad at all, but it gets much, much better in season two. And then the character development of everybody is just amazing. And it's like the nicest, coolest, funniest show on TV in the past 10 years. Oh, that's a bold statement. Mm. Oh, the it's nicest, funniest thing. Nicest, funniest, bestest. I mean, what is described as nice these days? Because, you know, normally there's things like, you know, blood and guts and sex and whatever. and just That's also nice. What? It's Halloween. <laughs> oh, we should talk about Halloween films. Whoa. Oh, this is going to be a hard edit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got to really want... Okay, don't talk about snacks. Um, Actually, what are your movie snacks? M&M's. That's a given. It depends if 
this is really bad because I am um, such a fatty. It depends on who I'm with and what I can get away with. <laughs> so if I'm bringing in my own snacks, then I'll just go to fucking Snacky Town and, and go for like Revels, M&Ms or whatever. But if I haven't had a chance to stop by the cheapy sweet shop, I'll definitely go and buy a fuck ton of pick mix. And if you're on a date, it's just like celery sticks. I know, which is a joke, because surely they'll see, girl, you clearly have eaten a whole house before in your lifetime, so what are you trying to hide? But I just ate, I'm okay, just eat a lot of celery. Mm, so full. Um, I've got a condition. It's just all lies. So, especially at my age, and I, you know, I went on a few dates this year, didn't I? So, just have to, just don't lie, because it's evident. <laughs> Evidently, pick a mix. What do you eat? At the cinema. I generally yeah. don't enjoy going to the cinema anymore because of people rustling their packets. It's a real thing. Picking the coconuts. You know, it just I really, must stop drinking. It really shits me when you go and you're like, it's like a, the movies and it's like a really quiet bit. And all of a sudden you get is the, the person next to you who's like trying to get to the bottom of the M&M packet. But you just have to accept it because you're in a room with a hundred people. They need to remember they're in a room with a hundred people. They should be respectful. Sometimes you just got to get that freaking chocolate, white chocolate mouse that's at the bottom of your piggy mix bag. So fuck you. <laughs> hey, did I see Tristan and Isolde with you in around, I don't know, 2005 or six or something? You did. What a Did long... you remember I bollocked those two girls? <laughs> tell, tell the people I, what happened. Well, I can't, I mean, I feel like Tristan is old. It's still a good film. Am I wrong? I don't know. I haven't watched it I think since that's I saw the, it. So. Yeah, that's the only time I've seen it. And I just remember it being long. <laughs> right. They were sitting directly in front of us. And probably there was, you know, 12 people in their tops. And when they came Tristan is old was a high, high one at the box office. Sure. I think it was a PG. And everyone thought, like, no, thanks. You're all right. <laughs> and we, do you remember we used to have that deal with the club? And the people who worked at the, at the cinema. So you and we were in there all the time. You and I were in there all the goddamn time. And I'm pretty sure there was a long period of time where I was either still a student or no, just unemployed. Um, so we would go in the day. <laughs> I don't know what you were doing. Oh, you worked at night in the pub. I, yes. Yeah. So, so I would like, just take you with me. Come, come, and, come with me. We're going to I should be looking for a job, but quite frankly, I'm not going to. Let's go to the cinema for free. And so we went in, we saw Tristan and old, and we, these two girls came to sit in front of us and I did the whole classic shh when they were talking. And it got to the point where they just kept talking and whispering and I was like, and I sort of smacked the back of their chairs. I went, yes, you be quiet. <laughs> and I feel like I really embarrassed us both, but they shut up. They were sorry. But in that whole time period, that was a real bad cinema time because we probably saw everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and nothing and we remember song. nothing apart from Tristan yeah. years old uh, which is really bad what's your favorite film of all time well this is the problem because for me when I knew things about film or even just growing up it used to be all about who was starring in it and I would watch it and then it turned into um you know I got into music a bit more and like a, as a young adult I'd be like it's all about the soundtrack and I would love the films because of that and then it was just sort of like about um the hype and then the awards and then film and going to see films that you think you should go to. like Oscar um, and I remember I went through a phase of like things films that won best Oscar that year I try and watch it and make a point of it we look we um, still do that with little success like we go let's watch this one right. it was he won all the Oscars and we'll watch it but then yeah Parasite which won all the Oscars is that last year don't tell me you like it no, I haven't seen it yet. Oh. I've got it. I've got it, but we haven't watched it. Dude, listen, like the two two really good films I've seen recently was The Last Train to Buscan. Is that seen that? Oh my God, I'm going to die if that's not right. But it's Don't die. Korean. I won't. Don't worry, I'm too drunk. It won't hurt. I'm drunk. Not really. <laughs> so the other one was Parasite. So I went to the pictures to see Parasite. And God damn it. We came out of there and we just couldn't stop talking about it. We were just blown away. I hadn't seen anything like that for so long. Like it's so good. And it's a bit of everything. It's like, it's funny. Um, it's sweet. You like all the characters, even though they're playing like, you know, bad people in it. It's creepy. Um, and then it just turns like into this head fuck at the end where you come away going, what? And you're still talking about it. And I could be driving or whatever. And it would just, the ending pops into my head. I'm like, but what happened? Like, I wish you'd seen it so we could discuss, discuss it. It sounds frustrating. Not completely enjoyable. I'll tell you now, nobody ate in that cinema because everyone was silent. All right. That's my, that's my kind of movie. Yeah. 
also, I mean, I don't know who I was watching it with, like in terms of who else was in the cinema with me, but because it's had subtitles, maybe they were just reading, reading it, <laughs> trying to keep Can't up. Keep up. <laughs> no offense to the local people around here, but sure. Um, um, no, but, but we loved it. Seriously, we loved it. So back to your question, what is my favorite movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jaws. I was staying at my cousin's house and they were watching Jaws. Like the adults were watching Jaws. The kids weren't watching Jaws, but we just kind of came in. And I remember going, this is some screw shit. And yeah, then when I actually watched it for the first time, I loved it. I loved the story. I loved the filmmaking. I love the art of it all. So yeah, I think Jaws, I still say is one of my favorite movies or my favorite movie of all time. But then there's so many good movies out there. And I'm a bit like you, like, I w- I'll watch a movie because of the cast. If it's got certain people in it, and even if it's a fucking dud, I'll be like, oh, yes, I'm going to go see this one. It's got this person. Um, <laughs> and then if it has a killer soundtrack, amazing. 90s movies get me the nostalgia, like of Empire Records. And oh. <sighs> so good. Oh, good. I still listen to the soundtrack now. Yeah, it's I had it on my car the other day. Like, Oh God, when we were together and working where we worked in our lives and how we sort of just started hanging out and stuff, it was sort of reminiscent of that setup because it was friends, a group of friends, all going to work somewhere that we loved. We drank, we smoked, we danced the whole night through. Obviously, and we did our job at the same time, but sort of, but um, it was we just, just like, actually we did. Customers. We did, we actually, we did work really hard if you think about it. Like we all did. the job entailed, we did work hard, but, but the rewards just outweighed it. We didn't got paid hardly for fuck all, but we still did it because we all got to hang out. And that's the whole point as well. It's like Empire Records, the friends, the underlying stories, the love stories. What? Which soundtrack. And oh, it's I... Rex Manning, for God's sake. <laughs> Rex Manning Day. Come on. I uh, wear a t shirt saying, not on Rex Manning Day. Oh my God. That'd be amazing. Oh, I'm going to find that and I'm going to send it to you and you will wear it. Please. You know I will. I know you will. It'd be like Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, another great movie. I don't know if I'd like it now if I watched it. I keep, I, you know what, I have that same feeling and then I keep seeing like gifts and memes on the internet and I'm like, should I give it another go? I'm like, when he yeah, shakes his head, it's, it's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like, so I watch a lot of TikToks because, you know, whatever. Lockdown. Lockdown, Lockdown lunacy. <laughs> and there's people on there who are, you know, clearly 15, 20 years younger than me. And they are so celebrating three. Like Napoleon Dynamite and stuff. Huh? So there are only three? Yeah. Oh, smooth, 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 smooth. And they're just loving Napoleon Dynamite and stuff. And I'm like, well, it makes me feel old. And already it's like a cult classic to them. I'm like, surely it only came out the other day. No, it's really old. It's quite old. I saw, I was walking around the shops yesterday on my lunch break and I saw this girl and she was tiny. She was like a small person of like, I don't know, 10? 25. (laughs) 25? And no, she would have been about 10 and she's wearing like a friend's t-shirt. And I'm like, come on, you're 10. It's like, I know, I know. It just, it makes me, but I think that's kind of cool. Like the way maybe they're looking at Napoleon Dynamite is the way that I loved um, like The Breakfast Club. Uh, so I wasn't around when it first came out or I was too young or whatever, but I... That was... Uh, I wasn't around like, like Exactly, exactly. So they're celebrating it. It's kind of cool. The thing about... Um, oh God, I went through a massive John Hughes phase and it lasted a really long time. Didn't we all? Although yours did last an abnormally long time. But I could just tell you any shit about it and... It, it was all about the music and the acting was terrible. Um, but I just loved all the the storylines and just everything where they were filmed and the fact that he just did so many great films. He's, I'm talking about his early stuff though, because if you look at his older stuff, it's like fucking Beethoven and like so. Beethoven. But it's just you just can't get finer people. Like he had the most amazing people in his films. Um, and Name that one. to me is like John Candy. Yeah. Uh, Judd Nelson. Oh God, Ginger Face. What's the name? <laughs> Molly. <laughs> Ali Sheedy. Like, just so many good people. Um, McCordy Culkin. Hello. Catherine O'Hara. God damn it. Love her. Um, so it's just, so I went through massive phases, like loving John Hughes, and then I just scooched straight on over to um, Tim Burton. Racist Tim Burton. <laughs> but um, I know, sorry. I can't help it, but I just, listen, the way I feel about people now, because of their politics and their beliefs. It's like JK Rowling. I can't get past it now. It's really, mm. I know, it's a whole other thing. But I still love Tim Burton films. I'm always going to love his style. I'm always going to 
love the way he films things and stuff. I just really don't like Johnny Depp anymore. Yeah, look, I as uh, as a uh, a performer and an artist definitely appreciate Johnny Depp as a human being. I thought you were introducing yourself oh. as a performer and an artist. Uh, no, as, as an actor and artist and a performer and all of that business, Johnny Depp, love him. As a human on the planet, he's probably not so good anymore. And that kind of like, it really taints everything that you watch. I, this is the problem. I find it really hard to get Paul back on like um just seeing past it and, and just seeing the art now so like with the jk rowling thing i'm gonna love harry potter forever and yet i don't want to wear my harry potter pajamas anymore <laughs> just to feel like there's a principle i need to but i want to read them to my son so i don't know what what i need to figure something out by then. Well, anyway i guess look this the the storytelling is never going to go away like that's going to be even like this whole cancel culture that we live in now it's never going to take away the fact that Harry Potter was written and is a great story. And yes, those films will always exist, but I guess you just kind of go, well, look what you've done now, JK, you silly, silly lady. Stop making things because no one's going to, no one's going to want that now because look what you've done. Did you watch Fantastic Beasts? Yeah. You know what? And I actually just thought it was okay. I didn't want to watch it because I felt like. It's a JK Rowling film. It's a J.K. Rowling film and it's got no, Johnny Depp. It came out before all her recent nonsense. I just didn't think it was going to be as good. And because it had Johnny Depp in it, it just put me off. And Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> Listen, I can't. <gasps> Tell me, do you, do you love him? No. Are you putting in faith? No. no. I, oh, you don't like him? I'm kind of indifferent, but there's, there's something about his acting that bugs me. Uh, is it because he's... Um, like comes across as an entitled tosser. Yeah, I think that's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just posh, but he's posh in everything. Anything he's not posh in, so posh in was the Danish girl, and that was I think that was maybe the first thing I'd ever seen him in, and it really annoyed me. The whole storyline annoyed me. Based on actual events. <laughs> I go. I. I mean, listen. I can't. I'll tell you about that some other time. <laughs> Because I don't want to come across as a lunatic. But I just, I just genuinely, he annoys me. There's too many people that annoy me. And I just feel like if you gave all the billion of other, uh, billions of other actors a chance and we just didn't have the same people all the time in films, mm -hmm. it would be all right. And it would, I would be less annoyed. Like when Star Wars, the new ones came out and it's John Boyega and Daisy Doodah, what I don't know where her name is. You know, I was well up for it because I didn't know who anyone was. Also, I didn't know much about Star Wars. <laughs> And I got really confused and I didn't like it. But that's also a whole other story. <laughs> but I saw that, what was the first newer one that came out with those two in it? I saw it at the IMAX in Waterloo, um, which is a 3D cinema. And I was nearly sick on, you know, me and everyone around me because just too many zippy, zippy planes going around. Not planes, are they? Spaceships. There were many zippy yeah, spaceships. Oh, it's far too fast. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I still don't know what happened. So um, I'm sort of out of the Star Wars game. I also watched the original three really late. Like I was 30 something. Yeah, look, I was the same. I When I started dating Benny, he was like, oh, Star Wars, Star Wars. And I was like, mm, I think I saw one. Of, like the I definitely watched them as kids because my mum... My parents would have made me watch it. See, my parents, I they were never really into it. They were never into Star Wars. They would never have made me watch that. But then I watched it with Benny and I was like, oh, okay, you know what? They're, they're not so bad. And then we got to like the 2000, the early 2000s ones with Natalie Portman and Hayden hmm. Christensen. And I was like, uh, Kira Knightley. I was like, what is this? The Muppets? <laughs> like, <laughs> not good. But the Star Wars just comes with this whole crazy fandom of people who are just crazy about Star Wars. It's a whole thing. Disney is huge. It's massive. It's really big. Really, really, really big. So if you didn't watch it when you were young, what were films you did watch when you were young that you probably shouldn't have watched? Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar, was my favourite. <laughs> Shaped my whole life. <laughs> really? I well, this be... is who I want to be. <laughs> you can just call me Vita Bohem. Um, I loved that movie. My sister and I watched it when we were tiny, tiny people when it first came out. 
and we were like this is great and my sister Amazing. used to want to dress me up as Chi Chi Rodriguez <laughs> best question why don't you do that I mean I've always loved dressing up we're gonna say but um we have yeah this is true but yeah no I watched things like that I remember being tiny like six or seven and alien was on the tv that night and mum and dad were like they were thrilled they were like okay kids it's off to bed for you um Mm. we're gonna watch this movie and drink all the wine and i was like i want to watch the movie and they were like no it's too scary you can't watch the movie and then i was like well i'm not scared like i'm a big brave boy i want to watch the movie they were like (laughs) they were like you can stay up and watch a little bit of the movie like the beginning and they were like and then you can go to bed but they, they made me promise that i was gonna be brave and sleep in my own bed and I wasn't gonna sleep in their bed and all I remember is watching Alien for the first time as a little person being scared shitless on the couch and then (laughs) it came time to bedtime I just remember crying my heart out going I can't go to bed let me sleep in your bed and then my parents hated me and let me sleep in their bed Oh then, God, you really pooped on their night. You pooped all over their whole room. I really did. I feel like I ruined yeah. their romantic night. And um, oh, but then after that, I got this really weird, uh, like, it, I mean, it, I was scared of Alien, but then I got this really weird fascination with horror movies. And that's like, I started to like watch the Pet Cemetery. I remember for, must've been maybe my 11th birthday, I had all of my friends come stay over and we had like a horror movie fest. And it was the year Scream came out. What year was that? 96. So it was in 1996. So yeah, it would have been 11. And uh, yeah, like we watched Scream. We watched Christine. Do you remember that? Did you ever see that one? Christine. It was about... Christine that. Snaps. No, just Christine. What is it? Oh, that's Ginger Snaps. Ginger Snaps. Christine. Oh, that was okay. Um, Christine was about a car that would kill people. <laughs> and <laughs> what else? What else? Oh, we watched... Um, Oh, what's the one with Kathleen Turner and Ricky Lake and Matthew Lillard and she's the mum and she goes around and kills everyone and she ends up killing the lady in the toilet because she had white shoes on after Labor Day. Scream? Although Matthew Lillard was in Scream, yeah. He was in stupid Scooby-Doo films, wasn't he? Yeah, they were filmed here on the Gold Coast. Just fun, fun fact. Awesome. <laughs> Kathleen Turner, did you say? Yeah. And Ricky Lake. Go Ricky. Go Ricky. Anyway, look. She's making um, a comeback. Is she? Apparently. Apparently, yeah. Like the TV show? Yeah. Where she gives out unprofessional um, advice. (laughs) Just what she's thinking that day. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't get a car because you're not Oprah. And you don't get a car. It's going to be real low budget stuff. I just, I'm there for the fight. Serial mum. Oh God. You literally described it. You're like, she's a mum and she's a serial killer. (laughs) I really like I did not see that. No. You, well, you know what? You should go back and watch that one. Tell me what you think. It's not good at all. Okay. <laughs> not selling it. Uh, but, you yeah, know, horror movies, they're a big thing. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I love them. Can't get enough of you them. Have got, you've, you've definitely tried to get me watch, to watch loads of shit over the years, but the problem was because I lived on my own. I was not having any of that. <laughs> no thanks. Because then you'd go home and I'd be like, right, well, that sucks for me. Why would it suck I for you? Went, oh, because I'd be shit in my pants. Don't forget, I lived in a house with a basement with a creepy dead oh, boy Oh, that's right. Creepy dead boy downstairs in the basement. Frisbee Lane. And my sister was like, can I leave my stuff at your house? I was like, no, no. There's no room <laughs> in the basement. And she was like, oh, you got a basement? I was like, oh, goddammit. 
so then I had to like put all my stuff in there, which meant I had to go down there, which meant every time I just even put my foot on the first step, I just imagined someone cutting my Achilles heel and I would just fall down and then I'd be like, did you ever see the people under the stairs? Yes, used to love it. Right, watch that way too early. <laughs> and do you love that when they were all released at the end, they all had like like 80s rocker mullets and like t-shirts like <laughs> Metallica and Jeff Levin and stuff. Like I fucking loved it. I used to go to my friend Haley's house and she lived in this creepy as fuck two, 300 year old house in the middle of nowhere. Their parents were renovating. So half of the house was like hanging off and held together with tarpaulin that just flapped in the breeze and stuff. And I'm like, huh. and there's only one toilet and all this sort of terrible fear. You know, I was just reduced to fear every time. I still kept going back because their parents, first of all, let me smoke in their house. Um, they always had kittens, which is was completely strange unhealthy, but at the time. Just always had kittens. Just kept, they just kept, they never grew up or they just kept breeding them. I don't know what happened. Poopy. And um, we, they let us watch Nightmare on Elm Street. People on the stairs. Good movie. Um, it just went on and on. And my friend Haley turned into like, she was like this, just this metalhead, um, whatever at school. And it was kind of cool. And we hung out some more until the point where she said, oh, do you want to come around? I'm like, yeah, sure. Sweet, sweet, sweet. And then she said, um, I've actually got a bit of a problem at the moment now. I was like, yeah. She went, well. There's people under <clears> the stairs? basically i mean yeah i mean i was there she went um i woke up the other night feeling like someone was sitting on the end of my bed and i was like oh who was it really as i was like coughing up a furball of like fear <laughs> and she went um i don't know but she started talking to me i couldn't see her but she started talking to me and it was just this old lady i was like um i'm gonna take a rain check on friday for a film night and i'll speak to you never i genuinely i never spoke to her again hi Haley. <laughs> I'm really sorry, but uh, if you're haunted, I'm out and I'm not coming over. And your house is already creepy as fuck anyway, so... But that was good. So I watched all those films too early. I also watched It really early. Also yeah, Alien. Don't um, talk about Alien, but It gave me a irrational fear of clowns. Like... Oh, It? Yeah, I still... Yeah. I, to this day, I hate clowns. I don't think anyone likes uh, clowns now. And I think that's... You don't hire clowns for your party anymore, do you? You get a magician... Or someone brings around loads of insects now. I also watched probably inappropriate films. We used to watch like things like Crocodile Dundee and whatever in the summer holidays that my neighbour would bring over. Also loads of inappropriate films, but whatever was around in the late 80s at the video shop. And they oh. just gave films out willy-nilly. They never checked your age in, in them days. So you bring around all these inappropriate films and then um, we would just enjoy watching it. Obviously I had no idea what was going to happen. I really remember the girl in Crocodile Dundee taking her bra off and then using it as some sort of weapon or something. For, for Mick to do something with and I thought that was the raciest shit I'd ever seen <laughs> she took a bra off and that's not a bra this is what? a bra <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was amazing so these things stick with you big time and obviously it stuck with me big time and then years later I did a really horrible cruel thing I watched The Woman in Black the oh. original yeah. And I'm still to this day scared to fucking death about this bitch. I can't take it when I'm on my own as well. I'm just nodding off to sleep and she just pops into my head, hovering <laughs> over my bed. And I have to sleep with the lights on, even at my age. It's really, really bad. Yeah. But she's not nice like that. She's not saying goodnight. She's saying, I'm going to kill you and all your family in a really horrible way. So I used to take that to sleepovers and make friends watch that. And knowing was the horrible bit was coming up where she's hovering over the bed. I just, I, I would watch their reactions. I would hide and I would watch their reactions. And it was just the most cruel thing I could do. But I, I, I think I got off on it a little bit because I just really Monster. enjoyed laughing at them and their <laughs> fear in their faces. And, and they were like so close to saying, I want to go home. But no one ever broke. No one ever did that. Ooh. All right. What about... Yeah, uh, I still can't watch it. <laughs> So scary movies, obviously. Uh, you're a monster making doing that to the the poor people. Benny and I actually watched a horror movie the other night. So there's this streaming platform that I've just discovered, and it's called Shudder, and it's just. Oh, I've seen that advertised. Yeah, it's just horror movies. So I was like, a seven day free trial. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> and then pain. <laughs> you pain nothing. Um, <laughs> there's a movie on it called Spiral. And it was intriguing for me because it was, yeah, like it's a movie and it's a couple and they move to a town and there's weird people in the town, weird shit starts happening, like that old chestnut. 
but um, the difference was it was a gay couple. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I've not seen like a horror movie that's centered around a gay couple before, like a mainstream one. And it was, you know, an interracial gay couple with a teenage daughter. It was really, it was a good watch for like, just like an entertaining hour and a bit of, you know, just get away from everything and watch these people be terrorized by their neighbors. And then, um, yeah, it was a fucked up ending. Oh, was it good? Was it a thinker? Um, no, it wasn't really, well, you like, it was like, um, you kind of made you think a little, but it wasn't like. <laughs> I thought about what to eat after. That was good. <laughs> yes. what does, how does Benny do with horror films? Does he accept your love of them? He or does, does. he join you? Or was, where is he at? He's, he's like a reluctant horror fan. Like he will watch the horror movies and he will really enjoy them. Um, and his kids love them. So his kids are 20 and um, 18. And as long as I've been a part of their family, the kids have always loved horror movies. So much We've so- always made them watch shit. <laughs> right. There was one time a few years back, I, can't, I think it was The Conjuring we might have been watching. Oh, God damn. Ugh. Such a good film. Is it the, I know. the, the clapping and then the... Uh. But yeah, we're watching the... I th- I'm sure it was The Conjuring, but I'm also not sure it was The Conjuring. But Benny's daughter, Ali, was sat and she was laying on the couch and she was snuggled up with one of the dogs and something scary happened and the dog just flew across the room. Like, it was one of those jump scares. And the poor Dylan, he didn't forgive her for a very long time. Like, oh, he, he just wouldn't sit with her. <laughs> I love that. I love... Do you know what it is as well when you... When people say... Um, so I went to go stay at my friend's uh, dad's house who lived in the middle of nowhere when we were still at school. And she... Like, weekend dad style. And so when we were there, he always like, you know, let's drink and like, you cool know, dad. just trying to be cool dad, cool weekend dad. And he um, let us watch all of this shit, um, all these horror films and stuff. He let us pretend to do Ouija board seances. No, I mean, we definitely did all that shit, you know, where you do uh, lights of feathers, stiff as a board. But, they, but he said, um, I said, what's wrong with the dog? I don't know, what the, I can't remember his name. And the dog was just sitting in the corner, staring up at the corner, like in the ceiling. And he was like, he does that sometimes when there's someone here. And I was like, oh, I'm out. Fuck this. So I went upstairs. <laughs> Pretend I was going to bed or something. But it's shaking in my boots. Going, yes, I'll pick that up. I'll go upstairs. It felt logical. And then eventually the three other girls came upstairs and we were just chit-chatting and stuff. But then we're all just mucking about doing some more craft shit. And then there's a knock at the window. <laughs> and we were like, what? Anyway, I was first out. See you. I'm bigger. I'm faster for some reason. When there's fear, I'm out. And I just pushed everyone out of the way and got out there. And we went downstairs and the dad had gone to all the effort of getting a ladder all around the front of the house and just come to knock at the window. I thought that. I was so mad. Now I think it's absolutely genius. I can't wait to do that to my kids. He really won. Cool dad. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'll be scared though doing it. <laughs> I'll scare myself. That's the problem. I'll be like, oh my God. I'm really frightened. I'm outside. It's night time. <laughs> a ladder. <laughs> Head wrong. <laughs> it won't be a knock on the window. The kids will hear. It'll be you falling off the ladder. I'll be called 999, <laughs> kids. <laughs> Triple zero. I've broken my leg. God, I would break hard in two. It'll be gone. My other part of my body will be over there. And... <laughs> like, you know, if you Google, uh, if you go on IMDb and you're like, what's the top 100 best films? Mm. You know what the top three are? Um, hold on. Let me, let me give this a really good guess. Are the top three Beethoven's second, <laughs> Drop Dead Fred, which is actually really good. And my sister just made my nephew watch it for the first time and he loved, you know, the whole snot face thing. Um, and number three would be Tristan and Isolde. Oh, that classic. What no. happens? We don't know. We don't, we don't know. know. We can't remember. We can't remember watching it. But I can tell you, some girls got yelled at. I mean, that may, they'll always remember that film. But just, <laughs> um, don't mess with Foolish. What are the top three? The top three. Okay, so number one is a Godfather. Okay. I'm okay with that, I think. Are you accepting that? The best film of all time, The Godfather. Oh, you know what you should have done? You should have counted down three, two, one. Oh, I buzzed up. <laughs> okay, I have to do it this way now. You just sound real surprised when I say. Okay, go. <laughs> the other one. Number two, Schindler's List. And three is The Shawshank, the Shawshank Redemption, I don't know. They are three great movies, but 
I don't know. It's one of those things. Like, how can you have? I mean, I know I did it earlier. I'm like Jaws, but how can you have like that happen? Is it what? What like what are they basing it off here? Is this like it's, movie sales, sales, box office? Like, oh, it's all of that. It's who's in it. It's how it's made. Who directed it? Who wrote it? Scooby the Bap Bap, and then just how popular it is. Probably also a poll, and they probably asked a lot of um, thirty to fifty year old males, white males, what are your favorite films? And these are the answers. The thing about Schindler's List is, you don't think, oh, I'm in the mood to watch a great movie. Oh no, I'll watch Schindler's List. You watch it once, maybe twice, uh, if you need a good cry, and then you just don't watch it again. Like, who would have bought it? Who's got that on DVD? I don't understand. It's so fucking sad. Yeah, look, like, I- and Liam Neeson is good in it. And is it Ray Fiennes? Is he the main? Who's the main Nazi guy in it? I can't remember, but it's like it's a great film. It's really good acting. But also, I don't want to watch it ever again because I know what happens. Like the ending never changes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's never going to mean something different to me at a different point in my life. It's always going to be really horrible. Yeah. And I watched The Godfather recently. It's still really good. But again, it's long. And the second film is really good. This is like another chit chat about sequels that are just as good as the first one. Ooh. It's like the, I was talking to somebody the other day about Happy Feet 2. The, <laughs> I fucking hate Happy Feet. <laughs> Like Terminator 2 is really good. Oh, much it's better than Terminator. No, Terminator is amazing. Yeah, but not as good. Terminator 2 is, is good. It's really good. But then the third one, it doesn't exist to me because I didn't watch it. That's it. You can't, sorry, no, you can't do that to me. So <laughs> I just discount that. The Godfather 3, you just discount. It doesn't, it didn't happen. It was, just don't make that pointless. Well, I'm looking forward to Scream 5, which has just started filming. Has he got Matthew Lillard? <laughs> No, he died in the first one, darling. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Is it going to be loads of more teenagers? Is it exactly the same as the first one? I don't know. I know nothing about it other than Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox and David Arquette are back. Are they... Co- what? what? It's not... Yeah. It's not Sorry. Just find that a little bit. See, I like... I mean, I'll give it a go. nostalgia of it. Like... I like that like they've done a craft remake they're marketing it as a sequel because the girl holds up a picture of Feruza Bulk when she's all cray cray see I'm interested because not sequeling it but the but these the girls in it are just kids I don't want to watch something with kids in why Mm -hmm. why aren't they why were they so much older in the first one and now why are they all 11 (laughs) I just I'm not into that you either who's your market here it's not us anymore who were the original fans who would have watched it yeah. they've let us down by putting children in it I'm not into that no same what movies do you go to for comfort this was something that you mentioned when we were talking oh, about yeah. things to talk about so obviously it's something um, okay so it's a good point because when this is going to make me sound terrible but when I was at university let's say I had a, been out and had a few Pepsi soda drinks why is the rum gone Okay, well, if we're talking about boots, then. Okay, so when I was out, uh, I've been out at uni, and I'd always go back. So I have one of those TVs that had a video player in it. And I would get home, and I'd be like, peace, see you, good night, whatever, to all the crew. And then I would go into bed with my kebab, filthy, and just watch The Mummy. Right. Why that? So this okay. is a... Concert. Listen, it had everything I wanted. It had everything <laughs> I needed at the time. Rachel Weiss. Emotionally. Rachel Weiss, uh, a goddess. Mm-hmm. From the Fraser goddess i was into him goddess also goddess. mummies what's not to like a little bit of nothing scary because i wouldn't have watched it on my own i might have drunk who knows but like nothing scary but enough to be like you're being chased and then you know an interest in mummies in general um because i'd worked at the british museum at one point in my life so there we are that's where the mummies are Mm. and just the funny quick one-liners bit of death Bit of romance, Bob Cronkle in the film. I never made it to the end. So the mummy another is a film. comfort film for you. What other comfort films do you have? Oh yeah. So if it's like a picture of the scene, it's a Sunday afternoon, it's raining, you've had a roast dinner, you're really full up. Mm. You're gonna go down the nostalgia route and it's either gonna be something comedic like Uncle Buck, or it's gonna be um something older like Some Like It Hot or mm. Singing in the Rain. Give me Something some Hollywood. Give me some classic. Give me but some. Fancy. There's only a few films I will just accept, and those are the films that I 
would have watched growing up, like anything Doris Day, whatever, anything my mum liked, I would have watched. So my mum was this whole mix up of loving Doris Day and the musicals and then making me watch Alien and Psycho, you know, stuff like that. It would be like she had a real mix of passion. And I think that's sort it must be where it comes from, I don't know, but I love a musical, but nothing don't talk to me about Evita and Mamma Mia, you can get fucked. I'm talking about real musical. Take it back. I can't watch a, a new musical because I just don't believe it because I know, you know, Jimmy Nail and Evita. Sorry. What I don't you accept you in this, in this musical. What did you think of the greatest showman? I've got mixed feelings about uh, Wolverine singing anyway, <laughs> because, to, I mean, I'm going to humiliate myself, but when I sat through Les, Les Mis, it was just a massive laugh for me and my sister when we watched it, because he sings like this, this genre. <laughs> Sorry, but who's told him he can sing? Why have you given him a show? Why has he been in musicals? Because he sings like this. It's not very good, is he? Not- a, it's like someone when someone told Shakira she could sing. Who did that? Tell me. It was her mum. She went on a talent show and her mum was like, you can sing, darling. You're, you're brilliant. All right, I'll have a career. Sorry. I've got no problem with anyone else being in it. I cried my eyes. I'll tell you what I cried at. You know, with the bearded lady. Yeah. She does her songs. And did you ever see the video of the rehearsal? Yeah. Where she's really singing and cries and then makes Jean Valjean cry. Uh, I, I cried at that. I thought that was amazing. That made me want to watch it because it's Hugh Jackman. He's just too big. He's too famous yeah. now. Yeah. He's, he's quite large um, in the fame. No. <laughs> Is he quite large in Australia? Um, I mean, they do love him here, but he's Australian and anybody that's Australian that's done good, they really celebrate them and they build them up. <gasps> Nicole Kidman. Them down. Oh, I love Nicole. Do you know what it is? Nicole Kidman, she is in really great films and she's Dead really good at being, mom. she's good at being a psycho and, um, and scary and she's got some good comedy timing. Although the other day, it was my birthday, wasn't it? And I uh, watched Practical Magic. So there we are. Oh, I, I know. <laughs> I know. Sandy Bollocks and Nicole Kidman, love them. What's not to like? I mean, it's pretty shit, but it's a good shit. It's the good kind of shit. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, like, I, I get off on that shit. Like, yeah, witches and pretty ladies. Watching it again with like adult eyes, <laughs> where you haven't seen it for maybe 12, 15 years, are you just, can you not help but pick things out of it? Oh, 100%. Pick it, pick it it. Okay, you see things you've not seen before, you see mistakes. I love seeing a, a mistake in films. I'm like, yes! He didn't have that sleeve on a minute ago. <laughs> now it's rolled up. Now I'm cross. But I love it. Like I've won. Like I've exposed them. <laughs> but there was so much about that film. And that bit, exactly that bit, where Nicole Kidman is out dancing with some random guys, which you know they were dancing in silence because of how it was filmed. Hold on, can we just... And I'm going to put some jaunty music on it. And so she was like, jaunty, jaunty. <laughs> She's just not a very good dancer, is she? But she's come a long way when she was in the Moulin Rouge. A couple of movies that always make me think of you. Anything with Bill Murray. <laughs> the legend. The god. Uh, Garden State. Oh, God. I haven't seen that in so long. Did always, I love that? You loved it when it came out. You made me watch oh, it. Oh, my God. Did I? <laughs> yeah. I think it had a really cool soundtrack. It did have a very good soundtrack. That was obviously when you were still living in your soundtrack phase. Basically, any indie movie of the early 2000s. That, that oh God, how pretentious is me. <laughs> uh, this is art. Sean Sean, this is art. You must watch it. This is art, darling. Art. Um, and yeah, and Shaun of the Dead always reminds me of you. Oh, it's just so good. But it was one of those movie posters that you had on your wall in your flat. The, the thing I love about those films is just that they're so bloody funny. And I, I feel like I based my whole sense of humour on the show Space. Did you ever watch that? You made me watch it. Okay, I loved it. Good on you. Well done. <laughs> So everything from that just changed everything for me. Everything was a one line. Everything was me quoting that whole show. I just knew all the words. I knew all the music. I loved the style of it. It was just awesome. And then for when they, and then when they came out with Sean and the Dead, I was like, stop. This is amazing. So good. And Hot Fuzz was good. And then the World's End. I still like it. Like it's not as good, but it's a really good idea. I still love Simon Pegg. I'm always going to love him because of space. But his like scripts for Mission Impossible, the most recent ones, are just so self-indulgent. But I liked the Star Trek films. Yeah, they were good. You still love Tom Cruise a bit. You used to really look like him. Thanks. You used to really, really look like him. They had a better nose. Oh, for sure. Um, Better everything, obviously. Obviously. And I'm slightly taller. 
slightly. Hey, he's only that tall because he wears lift. We all know that. Um, yes, I will always have a soft spot or a hard spot for Tom Cruise. Oh my. Oh my. Because <laughs> he was one of the, he was like one of the celebrities when I realized that I might be a bit gay. I love like, that. Am I a bit gay or am I <laughs> totally gay for Tom Cruise? Oh, really? <laughs> you know, um, recently during lockdown, Channel 5 was like, how can we make your lives better? They were like, oh, okay, well, we'll show you uh, Golden Girls every day. And I was like, yes, that will make my life a lot better. It's such they a good show. We're sassy bitches. Oh, my God. So good. Savage. I loved it. Mm. Um, and the, the songs are fucking banger. Thinking song. being a friend. Mm-hmm. Down the road and back again. Should we sing it like uh, Hugh Jackman? Thank you for being a friend, Jean Valjean. Dead. Dead from laughing. (laughs) He's Wolverine, that's it. I'm going to ask you one more question, and that is, are there any movies that are coming out or being made that you're looking forward to? It feels like things that I'm excited about right now are often uh, remakes and stuff or sequels that just keep popping up out of nowhere. Although I don't want to watch The Craft, I don't want to watch, I would watch The Scream one, just for a bit of nostalgia. But um, I don't really know what's coming up at the moment. What's coming out? Well, this year really fucked everyone over. I, let's see, I'm not one for the superhero movies, ironically. I like the X-Men movies, but like the Justice Leagues and stuff, they don't fill me with excitement and joy. But there is the Wonder Woman one, you know, we have our reasons for enjoying that. And I probably will watch that one when it comes out just for that soul. Is that the one set in the 80s? Mm. I'm going to fucking love that. That's one. That's the answer. I've loved this, though. I just love talking to you anyway. Why don't we just talk all the time? Yeah, we can give it a if you want. And if we ever say anything funny, then that's cool. Otherwise, So, guys, that's a wrap. For another episode of Excuse Me. Thank you once again for tuning in. Sorry for the giggle fest uh, this week. Jules and I haven't caught up in a very long time, so it was great to just sit down and have a good conversation with a great friend. Why don't you get in touch and let me know some of your favorite movies, ones that have impacted and influenced your life, movies that you turn to for comfort or just escapism. You can hit me up on my DMs on Instagram at excuseme underscore pod for that one. But otherwise, that is all. Stay safe, take care of yourselves, and I'll see you next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.